welcome back to another episode of the Autism Everyday podcast. We are your hosts Swati and Geeta. Welcome back. So if you haven't tuned in before, then this is for you. Geeta and I are BCBAs. We're based in India and we run an ABA-based school and early intervention center called Weekan. We're also the co-founders of Proact and Act-based clinic and more recently We've co-authored A World of Difference, The Ultimate Autism Handbook for Mindful Parenting. If you haven't got your copy yet, I suggest you head over to your local Amazon website and get your hands on it. I thought you were going to say local bookstore. <laughs> <laughs> They're non-existent now, yeah, aren't they? Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. Well, okay, now that our introduction is done, let's just dive right into today's episode. We're going to be talking about expectations heavy word right but i promise you it's going to be worth the listen so when we say expectations we're just talking about very simple things that you need to expect your child to do and things that your child can do at different stages of his life and different stages of his development so it's not really you know reading and writing and most definitely not eye contact and it's definitely not sitting tolerance <laughs> but we're talking about socially appropriate behavioral skills skills that will help him grow into a person or into a little guy or a girl who enjoys his childhood who enjoys growing up so you mean the whole process of growing up is not um It's not one big task. Okay. <laughs> okay. So for for every parent it always seems like oh, it's too early for me to expect my child to do this. He's too young for this. He's so tiny. Why should he be doing this task now? Why should he learn um, how to hang on clothes to dry? Why should he learn to fold a napkin? I will start teaching him things when he turns 4 or 5 or 6 or whatever. As long as not today, right? This that some magical number in the future, in the distant future, distant future. <laughs> not today, never. So most two to three year olds are actually ready to clean up after their meal, put their dishes in the sink, maybe give it a rinse, um, help with loading the washing machine, pull out the clothes from the machine, um, help mom hang out the the clothes to dry, right? For starters. So what's startling is that most five to six year olds are not doing that, or even ten year olds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, because yeah. we we honestly we're dealing with children across the age group as well. Yes. They're all on the spectrum, and yes. what we find is that somebody who's ten, eleven, twelve on the spectrum, perfectly capable of doing what we just listed, is not doing it. Yeah. I guess it's always uh, it's always been a mindset in mm-hmm. many ways, right? So many, yeah, like five to six year olds and ten year olds, like you said, are not doing it. They just eat a meal, um, and they're fed sometimes, many a time, <laughs> yeah, sometimes. And it's usually blamed on the fact that you know that's a dish that the child does not like and so will not eat, and hence has to be fed. but um you know so there are these kids who just eat a meal leave everything right where it is uh, so that a parent or caregiver or whoever it is cleans up after them they might have expressed maybe the parent did try a couple of times and said oh you need to go and put it in the sink for a wash um but the child might have 
expressed some reluctance or kind of resisted it then the parents let it go and it can be blamed on various things like being too young to um he doesn't like to touch this um something that's messy and and so on but the fact remains that at whatever age that he should be doing things he's not doing what he's supposed to do true so if you feel like this is familiar and you're kind of in a fix with getting your child to learn life skills fear not we are here to help you so we're going to list some of the things that you can ask your 3 to 5 year old child to do and older if he's not doing this thing of <laughs> course if he's not doing it already right wash his utensils his maybe his spoon his bowl his plate his glass whatever it is wash it and leave it in the sink um, leave it to dry or wipe it dry whatever may, may be the practice in your household eat completely independently so so important serve himself because it's so important because the child needs to understand how much food he wants and he can actually express how much food he really needs and make the choice of how much to eat so and and actually stick to it so we end up making these choices and decisions for them all the time i think we're guilty i don't know if it's a cultural thing or it's part of being the primary caregiver or the mom syndrome where we know how much like yeah. the mom knows how much yes. the child um needs to eat to feel full which is actually not the case because yeah. it's your child who really knows how much to eat to yeah. feel full yeah yeah and to trust that the child will find that balance absolutely and he <laughs> might be eating less than you'd like but you know he's happy yeah, he's yeah. made that choice i remember that mom who said you know after we've put him into this independent eating routine he quickly says finished and gets up mm-hmm. uh so she's like he's lost some weight uh, <laughs> there is a little angst in her voice that he is eating independently i'm happy but he's losing weight and i'm not happy with that so mm. she's kind of you know um trying to find a balance for herself and should she go back to intervening <laughs> yeah that's understandable having some mom anxiety is so understandable but this is one skill you absolutely cannot miss mm-hmm. so yeah he's got to eat he's got to make those choices himself yes yes so another one is being able to say no it's mm. super super important for toddlers and for young kids even of course for young kids and older kids to express their needs and that includes being able to say no to things and as parents we have just got to accept that you want to honor his communication when you're giving him options right so bottom line is only ask a question when you can digest no as a as a response <laughs> right else don't ask the question mm. so if you say hey do you want to eat lunch now and he says no you got to accept it because you asked him if he wants to eat lunch which automatically means there are a minimum of two possible responses one being yes and the other being no and most often it's a no most often it's a no okay let's admit it unless you're making fancy pasta for lunch it's probably going to be a no but if you instead want to tell him that he has to eat lunch then you want to maybe rephrase that into it's lunch time let's eat lunch Do you see the difference there? Yeah. yeah. And this is something we do um, all the time, right? Asking yeah. a question and then saying, "But no, you <laughs> have to eat now. I need to clean up 
and I need I have other things to do so you need to eat right now but hey why did you just ask me that question then <laughs> Duh, right so next up on the list have your toddler carry his own little things mm-hmm. if he has a water bottle or a little bag for school or for road trips or any of those things have him take ownership of his belongings ever so often we see parents you know bringing their little uh, toddler for um, uh, to the school and then you know they'll be carrying the the lunch bag and the backpack and everything and at the gate the hand it over they hand it over and he'll kind of drag it in and and drop it <laughs> where he's supposed to leave it yeah. uh, when he enters um, uh, the school so it's almost like you know you feel sorry that he cannot carry it or he might just forget it or mm. he might leave it around now he is not responsible enough but try the child out you could be pleasantly surprised yeah agreed yeah. so she brings us to the most important burning question why does my toddler need to do these things i have help around the house they get paid to do this and they do a great job of it <laughs> why do i need my toddler messing around making a complete mess when he's supposed to be cleaning up <laughs> it takes double the time at takes that takes double the time you know i'd rather do it myself <laughs> sometimes right it's easier yeah. far easier far quicker um and my toddler you know it's can spend his time learning to read and write why should he waste time doing household chores for heaven's sake i never did these things as a child my parents never expected of me so why should he well head over to chapter 7 of our book a world of difference the ultimate autism handbook for mindful parenting to find out why your child needs to be involved in household chores how cleaning and being participative can bring about a sense of mindfulness and meaning to their daily routines and how being responsible leads to a sense of ownership and agency over their lives it's so so important and can make such a big difference if only we stopped viewing them just as chores absolutely and and given that you know most of us are still in some form of lockdown or the other mm-hmm. right Uh, on the brink of a possible third wave most of us are still home this is the perfect thing for your toddlers to do at home you never get time like this again believe me yeah <laughs> so let go of that mindset that they can only read or write or read books or you know be stuck Learn to their devices and shapes and exactly. yeah, or whatever yeah, or, or spend time on their devices absolutely give them this sense of ownership have them involved in everything that goes around the house treat them as individuals oh yeah So with that we wrap up today's episode. We have some exciting things that we've been working on for our parents of children with ASD and the big reveal will happen shortly. So during the wait, go check out our blog behaviorswag.com and our book selling now on Amazon world over. Stay tuned and be well. <laughs>